Welcome back to the Torbay Hospitality Podcast. We are so excited to bring you season three, episode one. Here Ooh, we go. Season three, let's go. <laughs> All right. The lid is coming off today, right? We've got a special interview with our guest, Melanie Border. She is the English Riviera UNESCO Geopark Coordinator. Shout out Geopark. Shout out Geopark and shout out Melanie because that was an awesome, awesome conversation. I learned more about the geo, like what a geopark is in that I think it was 20 minutes that yeah. I've learned in the past 10 years, 15 years living here. Yeah, it's so informative. And she's just so, so knowledgeable and so well-spoken. I just can't, I can't get over it because I came away from that, like feeling like I was properly, yeah, yeah like I- Energized. Yeah. Oh, so energized about like, the geopark. Really, how, like she, yeah, she explains how special it is mm. of a place that we live in actually. And, like you yeah. using, using data, making comparisons to other places, Torbay is a very special place. Yeah. Very different to other places. Really unique. And yeah, it was really energizing, I felt, like the conversation that we had with her. And she's so knowledgeable. I agree completely. Shout out Melanie. Shout out Melanie. We have some more shout outs. So we're going to shout out Hugh, Andy, Jane, Beth, Flora, Chris, Carolyn, Kelly, and Ness. Yeah. And I'd like to shout out Ben, Sean, Danny, Natalie, Rayhan, Jan, and Izelle. Right. So shall we get into it? Yeah, let's get into it. And right. Unfortunately, yeah. I believe we have to start season three with a bit of a, a downer. Mm. The big news, I guess, the bad news the bad is news. Storm Babette came along this week and Soak Lifestyle suffered an incredible loss with some of their units actually going into the sea during the storm. Uh, but there is a GoFundMe out there on the Soak Lifestyle pages. So make sure that you donate to this cause and to try to help Sean and Laura get back on their feet. Yeah. And if you don't know what we're talking about, then um, I don't know if you'll still be able to see it on their social media, but Sean really, you know, he was he was right next to the cafe as it was going down. And mm. it was a very, um, very emotional. I didn't think at the beginning of the day that it was going to uh, be so drastic. I don't think he did either. No, you know? no. Because didn't you talk to him that yeah, day? Yeah, yeah. I, I messaged him and he said that they were going to be open Thursday, hopefully. Mm. So it's, you know, it's really devastating. I, I, I can imagine for him it's very difficult at this time. Yeah. So yeah, our hearts go out to Sean and Laura. So please donate to their GoFundMe and support them any way that you can. Yeah. And, you know, they're going to be back stronger. You know, these guys bounce back. So I believe so. Yeah, definitely. I believe so. Right. Turning to hotel news, the Osborne Hotel near Meadfoot is offering a two-night package and they've got a sparkling cream tea on arrival. Isn't that Ooh. nice? What I does that mean, like, sparkling cream tea? I think it's like with Prosecco. So is there no tea then? Uh, probably not. <laughs> <laughs> Who wants tea when there's Prosecco on offer, right? I, I thought we're getting like some sort of Prosecco tea no. combination there. <laughs> that though it's a really nice way of saying it instead of saying like cream tea with prosecco to call it a sparkling cream tea really creative yeah, nice. 30 pounds per person dinner allowance full use of the leisure facilities and so much more it's only 109 pounds per person for double occupancy use um you use the code aut23 when searching the availability and you just go to osborne-torkey.co.uk is yeah. that neat two-night package that sounds very nice and the TLH is offering Christmas parties at the TLH Carlton or the Tour Rack. They start at t only £20.50 per person. So call 01803 400 153 and ask for the functions coordinator. That sounds fun as well. There's lots of um, restaurants and um, mm. venues starting to promote their, their Christmas parties. I, yeah. 
Yeah. Stay tuned. Oh my gosh, we've got a full the restaurant news. It's just going off the hook. <laughs> I told you the lid's coming off. <laughs> um, Ollie's bit on the side is um, recommencing their steak nights on Thursdays. You get two Dartmoor 10-ounce sirloin steaks, chips, a choice of sauce, and a bottle of wine, either the house red or the house white, only 48 pounds. And you can't beat that, can you? No, you can't. What a great deal. That's great. Two steaks, chips, and wine. That's, a, that's unreal. That's basically 48 pounds is you can spend that on one bottle of wine some places. I know, right? Well, most places. I think. Yeah. <laughs> I think. <laughs> yeah, most places. The Waddling Duck Bistro in Wellswood has announced a few new dishes that they've got on offer on Tuesday and Wednesday night. And they've got like a special menu on. So you book by calling 01803-203-7781. One of their new dishes that sounds great is a lemon and butter roasted cod. Does mm. that sound good? And roast chicken breast with red pesto. Oh, that, nice yeah, that sounds more. That's right up more, your street. More, more, where I'm at. Oh, I'm all about the cod and the hake. I'm, a, I'm like a hake person. Yeah. Is that your favorite hake? Yeah, hake. I would have hake every night of the week if I could. Oh, really? Yeah, I love it. I love I it. I don't know why. I can't even picture what a hake is right now. It's just a blob of fish. <laughs> <laughs> Big old lump. Why do you like it? Is it the texture? Is it, it the taste? I like it because she's thick. <laughs> <laughs> Hake is always nice, thick piece of fish. Nice. Thick okay. three C's. That's fair enough. <laughs> the Thatch Tavern in Maiden Coombe has launched their over 60s club. And that takes place on Fridays. And that's between 12 and 4.30. You get, let's check this out. You get fish and chips with a cup of tea or coffee. That's okay. But it's only £12.50. Yeah. And then you can also get a coffee and cake from the bar for only a fiver. Okay. It's so cute. For over 60s, they've got board games, chess, newspapers. And of cute. course, they've, they've got those cute um, fires there, you know, so you can sit by the fire and like, big leather you know chairs and things like that so nice yeah so you can chill out and have a chance to catch up with others that are from the local area i would be there every friday trust me and <laughs> of course some, some years still some years until you can get in <laughs> just a few so and they've got some really nice staff members of course like really friendly so they do recommend booking so give them a call 01803-327-140 isn't that nice though yeah you know what when i was um 17 i remember trying to borrow someone's id and i think that's that's good enough of a reason to try and take another, take my dad's id <laughs> yeah there you go i wonder if you have to show id they didn't say so maybe i don't know I think just good faith. you'd probably get called out if you weren't over yeah, no, i feel like I'm, i might get called out. yeah maybe you yeah not me <laughs> so speaking of so we're talking about these winter warmers and the, all of these kind of winter activities so the buccaneer in babicum now offers super value menus during lunch so it's on wednesday to friday afternoons and their meals are only 7.95 you ready for these yeah what, what we got Real tummy fillers, right? Cottage pie, mm. chicken casserole with mashed potatoes, mm. fish yes, and yes. chips. And I don't know how you feel about ham, egg, and chips. Uh, Are you a ham, egg, and chips kind of guy? I don't think so. Yeah, I am. So that's at the Buccaneer in Babicum. So you just take a walk on the prom and then you tuck into a hot lunch. That sounds pretty good, that doesn't it? That sounds very nice. I think the chicken casserole with mashed potatoes is where mm. I'm at for sure. Yeah, you're chicken this week, it yeah. seems. Yeah. yeah, I feel the chicken. Waddling duck, Babicum, <laughs> the Buccaneer in. That's, that's really good for, for just under eight pounds. It is a really good deal, yeah. isn't it? And uh, did you know that the Babacan Promenade, that um, like kind of walkway at the top right along Babacan 
You know what I mean? Above the beach. Yeah. That is the highest promenade in the whole of the UK. Yes, I remember. Um, yeah, was it David? David Black. Yes. He yes. was He was telling us that. Yeah, no, it's really interesting. It is. I, I really like Babacombe. There's something very cute about it. Yeah, it's and so true. I like the long walks that you have to take down to get to the beach. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, it's nice. Nice place. So, right. Well, well have you posted your roast? I... <laughs> did not post my roast because I don't have we, a roast. We've had so much fun on Sundays seeing everybody's Sunday lunches and making sure that they go out on our stories. So use the hashtag post your roast and we'll be able to pick it up and then we'll share it out to our audience, which is, I think we're now at over 1,400 followers. So yep. a huge um, following. And if you want to get your message out far and wide, definitely hashtag post your roast. Yeah, let us know about your roast. That's right. By so, posting your roast. Absolutely. So they've got a new roast on at the Breakwater Bistro. They've got two meats and the, all the trimmings, and they also have a vegetarian vegan option. So those are on Sunday between 12 and 4.30. So call to book a table at 01803-856, sorry, 01803-856-738. And the Prince William in Brixham also has been posting their roast, and they're looking great. So book your table online and they can take bookings up to 90 days in advance. So that's really good if you've got a special occasion coming up. Yeah, that's great. So which out of all the roasteds, roasteds, roasteds. roasts <laughs> that have been posted so far, Lynn, oh, which one's caught your eye? I don't know. 21 has a great looking roast and they serve their gravy in a teapot and it looks like oh. it makes for like really interesting image. So that's good. It's Instagrammable. I know it is Instagrammable, but what I'd say is the next one is the one that I really want to go to. You ready for this? Something yeah. a bit different. Portofino in Wellswood is now offering a Sunday lunch feast and it's two courses and a glass of house wine for only £22.50. You get your choice of starters plus a rustic roast, Italian-style porchetta, and they also have their house wines that you choose from the wine wall. And so it sounds like a great bargain. That does sound great. Yeah, and they've got children's roasts available too. So pop along to their website to book your table online, portofinotorkey.com. Nice. Yeah, very nice. I know. I think I want to try that one next. Um, and you know what else? Christmas. Oh my God, Christmas. It's going mad on socials. The 10 Tours Inn in King State and Newton Abbott have announced their festive party menu. So that's two courses for $22.95 or three for $28.95. So book now at 10toursin.co.uk. Yeah. Do you want to have a look at this one? Harbour yeah. 16 is now taking bookings for your annual Christmas party. Mm. And the options include two or three course meal or a festive buffet. And they have lots of choices. Nice. That's Harbour 16 on Victoria Parade in Torquay. So check them out. Yeah. And Over the Water, the Offshore, has also got a festive menu. But the difference at Offshore is they've got live music. Ah, uh, mm. Thursday I'm not sure Saturday. how I feel about live music and a roast. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know why. <laughs> what, and the, no, this is for the Christmas party. Ah, okay. So well, yeah, this makes so sense live then. music at your Christmas party. That would be really fun. Yes, now I'm on board. But now I'm not, on board. <laughs> but the thing about the Offshore, it's not just a live music. They've also got hake. <laughs> <laughs> they've got beef brisket and hake. Hake. Do they have a Christmas hake? Yes, they do. <laughs> so, yeah. All right, so I know where you'll be then. <laughs> That's right. And so over in Brit, we've got two more um, kind of Christmas announcements. This is over in Brixham. The festive menu is ready to go at the Old Market House in Brixham. So whether it's a staff party or date night, they've got you covered. Pop in and speak to the team or email oldmarkethouse at Orstel. A-U-S-T-E-L-L Brewery, same word B-R-E-W-E-R-Y dot C-O dot U-K 
That's right. And staying in Brixham, the Prince William's offering their biggest ever festive menu. Have you seen this? You can book online now. Yeah. So that's available every day from the 27th of November. And so when they're saying like biggest ever festive menu, you know, usually when you go for one of these Christmas parties, you get like three choices and one of them's veggie for the starters, three choices from the mains, three choices for a pudding. And one of them's always a Christmas pudding. Yeah. So it kind of narrows it down. And sometimes like the starters are like, tomato soup you know what i mean sometimes they're like uninspired yeah they're ready for this so the prince william has a choice of 11 starters wow 18 mains and four desserts and you get three courses for 29.95 available every day and every night and every night monday through saturday so yeah there's just like no restrictions it's like off the chain over there at the prince william yeah i mean that's basically like that's a that's more than a full menu almost yeah that's yeah. basically a full menu but basically just choose yeah. from the menu basically yeah and that's for um groups uh for up to 14 you can book online over 14 you dm them or call 01803-854-468 and that goes all the way through new year's eve some places stop their christmas parties at like you know on like a christmas day yeah but this one goes through new year's so you, if you wanted to have it in the week in between you could do that too that's that's really crazy actually that's a really you know bold mm. bold menu bold set menu to to come out with for your christmas menu yeah for your christmas Absolute party. shout out shout out Let's prince give william give him applause well done and and in babacom the buccaneer inn is offering a festive party menu the booking forms are already available and they've got they're going to offer the menu from the 6th of december to the 23rd simply call 01803-312-661 or just pop in do you want to turn do you want to handle some bar news yeah let's have a look at that right so did you see that juniper is starting to sell breakfast gin breakfast gin what's that mean it's a marmalade gin. Yeah, it sounds lush. Ah, uh, okay. <laughs> I love that. I love marmalade. It's, uh, I would try it for sure. I'd try it. Do you eat marmalade? Uh, uh, uh. I uh, mean, uh, it's not like I'm. I hate it, but it's not the first thing I jump to when I'm going oh. for a spreadable item. Okay. If they made a Nutella gin, I'd be in. Ah, there you go. There's your orders, Lawrence, Paris. This is like, yeah, it's up to you to make a Nutella gin. Yeah, so, well, if you want to try the marmalade gin, mm. you got to go to Juniper's, which is That's open right. from 6 p.m. till late. And they are tucked up behind Hilton and Torquay on the terrace. Nice. Um, on There's something a bit different going on at 21. I really like this post. McQueen the Magician is hosting a special Halloween magic and mind reading event in the Garden Bar. How's okay, that sound? that sounds interesting. Mind reading. What am I thinking right now? Um, um, <laughs> <laughs> you're thinking, wouldn't it be great if Callum was a mind reader? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, basically. Tickets are on sale via the McQueen website. So that's Stephen with a P-H, S-T-E-P-H-E-N, at mcqueenthemagician.com or you can ring 07534-900-378 and so the event is on the 27th of October so it's right around witching season <laughs> yeah and that's a 7pm start it's for adults it's not for kids okay. and um, yeah it's £10 for the show and £22 includes pizza what kind of magic is it that there's no adults no adults allowed no it's for adults there's no kids I'm saying what kind of magic is just for, for adults just for adults yeah. I don't know I don't think they just I don't think they want kids running around they d- yeah they, they don't want some people some, some people's minds might not be child friendly so <laughs> 
<laughs> what for the mind reading? Yes, for the mind reading. <laughs> but it does sound fun, and for twenty-two pounds, and includes pizza. I mean, that's really good value. F's up in the Gordon yeah, Bar, so that's pretty good. Definitely get your tickets booked. So that's quite fun. And then there is something different going on at Elton's. So for something a bit different, check out Elton's Piano Bar. And that's for their Christmas party. If you wanted to have your Christmas party and have it be just a little bit different, they're running Christmas parties from the 25th of November through the 30th of December. And it's a special menu. And they've also got that live piano music every night. Okay. So remember we were talking about Christmas parties and like, oh, at Offshore, they've got, you know, like kind of rock bands kind of things for a party. This is more, I think it's just a different vibe at Elton's because it's the piano player and then they've got this cocktail menu. What kind of what kind of music do you um, expect a piano player at Elton's to be playing? Is it classic? Billy Joel. Billy. <laughs> yeah. Don't know who that like, is. I don't know. Over, over my head. <laughs> Way over your head, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe it's like singer-songwriter right, type we'll, stuff. We'll insert a little bit of Billy yeah. Joel. <laughs> Billy Joel. Billy Joel coming in Billy now, five Billy seconds. Here we go. And probably will. Right. How was that? Amazing. Yeah. I love a bit of Jelly Bowl. I'm oh, sorry, Billy Joel. <laughs> I like some Billy Joel too. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. Um, here's a question for you. Yeah. You come in via Victoria Parade to work every day, right? Uh, yes. Right. Have you seen the new sign that's up? I haven't. No, it, it's between between like 21 and what is that? What's that one that's over 21? The Lobster Shack. Yeah. Man Fridays type thing, and the crime museum yeah. and um, Tuffo, the the fish and ch- the chippy on the yeah. corner in the yeah, amusements. Yeah. Oh, and about. the Irish bar. In between those two things, there's this big blank space, right? Yeah. It is going to be a new bar that's going to offer axe throwing. Oh. Axe. <laughs> <laughs> do you love it? Bizarre. And like okay. beer pong and like other like activities that you can do like with your friends. Oh, that Doesn't sounds that sound great. Fun? That sounds so great. Who's setting that up? Do you know? It's the it's the people that own the High Dandy. Oh What's it wow, called? the East, High Dandy East Street Pub Company. I think it's called. Crazy. I know. So what they're gonna have? It's gonna be like a. It's gonna be like a frat party. Yeah, I know. It's gonna be like <laughs> boom, like the boom battle bar. So I think it's called Viva, and it's like Viva, like you know, fun games and like a ballroom. But yeah. I don't know. I don't understand what the ballroom is. And it's funny because ballroom is like two words. So I don't know. Is it like a ball pit? I I don't know. <laughs> ball, so it's not. Wouldn't a ball, that be crazy? It's not a ballroom like a dancing ballroom. I don't know. It's just two words. Do we have any ideas when this is going to be a thing? When, when it's going to be opening? I think it's going to be opening soon because they have the sign up. I saw them light the sign last night. I happened to be driving by and I gave them a thumbs up and I'm sure they turned around and thought, who's that old lady driving by in a Toyota? (laughs) 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 Give it us a thumbs up. It's this old bag. So yeah, anyway, so yeah, I'm really excited to see like what happens there and like, yeah, hopefully it's going to just like re-energize like the whole like seafront. Yeah, that that sounds really, really interesting. I I saw that um, axe throwing has become really popular in america recently oh has it yeah lumberjack vibes yes a lot of uh a lot of people that i follow on instagram um they they're in these axe throwing venues yeah and it looks like a lot of fun it looks like you know almost like archery okay but you know so it takes some skill 
I, th- I think less skilled in archery. Okay. I, th- I think you can turn up and you can still have some fun. Okay. Yeah. That's fun. A beer pong. We're like, we're competitive that's beer great. pong players. Yeah. And that's not a, jo- not a joke. Yeah, I was going to so. say, don't look at me when you say we. No. <laughs> I'm definitely not a competitive beer. <laughs> I suck at beer pong. <laughs> yeah, I'm not great at beer pong, but yeah. But you we are, have, <laughs> but we, you are I've, competitive. <laughs> I've been in a few tournaments, absolutely. <laughs> so yeah, I think I'd do better at drinking than throwing, but never mind. <laughs> do we have an update for Boathouse Watch? We heard recently that it may have been taken back by the Wait, sea boathouse watch i have no update no, well then <laughs> <laughs> there's no news on boathouse watch no scuttlebutt no rumors no i, I heard a rumor no <laughs> i did i heard this guy i think he's, he's a pretty young guy yeah um but i heard that he's made an offer on it oh yeah um i think he does like i think he does wedding f- videography <laughs> photography something like that things called hugh hugh shout out hugh yeah. no he definitely did not buy the- i know that's the rumor i had so you know <laughs> yeah but no we don't have an update but yeah we want to say hi to hugh our mate now so right over to supplier news you ready for this sanford orchards has launched a cider advent calendar how cool nice. is that very cool isn't that fun that is cool so i guess every day in december you get to like punch a hole in this box and like pull out a <laughs> new cider pull out a brand new cider so that head over, fun. head I've, over to their instagram I th- do you like cider because you like those craft beers and like yeah. the ales and stuff is cider your thing as well or no 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 not at all sorry sanford orchards <laughs> 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 nothing against you i just prefer beer <laughs> no that's fair enough yeah um head over to instagram at sanford orchards and check out their link in bio to order use yours today i think sanford what's great about them is they're like award-winning i remember doing a story earlier this year where they won like the best cider in the world or something yeah. it was like an insane award so really high quality and a really nice gift for people i was gonna say yeah i think that's a great gift like yeah. a uh, almost like your christmas gift but you get it a month early yeah you get you it know? a little bit early it's it, nice for anybody it's... who's having a birthday or wants to extend yeah. the season you know there's some people that are like mad about christmas have you heard heart christmas yet on the radio no it started like almost a month ago that's crazy it came up on my digital you know what i mean heart xmas i was like no <laughs> When do, when do you put your your trees up? Oh God, of uh, I haven't had a tree for a few years, but yeah, I, I guess after Thanksgiving we celebrate Thanksgiving. Shout what, out, Chris. Where's Where's Thanksgiving? When's Thanksgiving? Twenty fourth of November, roughly. Yeah, roughly. Hang on, let me find out. So Thanksgiving will be twenty third of November this year. Black Friday's the twenty fourth. Oh, is, so it, is Thanksgiving kind of always on the Thursday? It's always the last Thursday of the month. Okay. Okay. Cool. Absolutely. We have hake. <laughs> <laughs> we don't have hake, of course. Obviously, we have turkey. I really did believe you there. Yeah, but really you know what did. else? Then what else? We celebrate. We celebrate quite a few like fall kind of things over in the states, and one yeah. of them we really celebrate hard is Halloween. Yeah. Have you ever picked a pumpkin? I have. I have. have. You? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You've been to a pumpkin patch. I- oh, okay. No, no. When you said picked a pumpkin. I, I changed that in my mind to carved a pumpkin. Okay. For some reason, I thought you meant like picked it out. No, no. Like pumpkin picking. No, no, I've carved a pumpkin. I haven't picked a pumpkin. Okay. There are two pumpkin patches in Devon. Uh, one of them is in Bickington at Newton Abbott. And that postcode, if you wanted to go check it out, it's TQ126LH. And the other one is actually right in Paynton. Do you know Brixham Road? It kind of goes past like the KFC. Yeah. All of my references are chicken. <laughs> <laughs> 
yeah, yeah. I, know, I know the one past KFC you've got Booker there as well yeah yeah up that way like up that Brixham Road yeah. that's um, TQ47BQ they, they've they got a pumpkin patch there and you're just supposed to like wear your wellies leave your dog at home for hygiene reasons and go out and enjoy pumpkin picking with the whole family that pretty sounds, cool that sounds interesting yeah it sounds fun it sounds like a really nice day out like a nice weekend activity yes definitely it? for the family for the family yes and then you go home we learned this really cool trick in the States like get a big like kind of black bin bag and put punch holes in it and stuff and then it becomes like a big apron for like it goes over your kid's head uh, and that put their arms through so that they like a big ape you know what I mean so like an apron so bun- that they don't pumpkin get juice pumpkin juice I know. <laughs> I know it's really good have you ever had pumpkin juice no I don't think there is pumpkin well I've had pumpkin pie I'm sure someone's made a pumpkin pumpkin smoothie pumpkin gin oh Lawrence Lawrence come on <laughs> I bet there's a pumpkin spice gin out there, though. There's we're here, we're here all day for you, Lawrence. Just <laughs> Bring over the pumpkin spice gin. And talking, well, now that we're on attractions, Painton Zoo has a special Bay of Lights announcement. They're going to be running some, like a new, like attraction. It's called Glow Wild. And it's Ooh. an immersive light experience and it has like custom light installations. That sounds really cool, doesn't it? That sounds very cool. And I um, I believe we're going over to Painton Zoo next Wednesday. Yeah, I hope so. We're just waiting for confirmation. So hopefully we'll have that through and we'll be over at Painton Zoo soon. Or is it, is it next Wednesday? 25th? Is that 25th, confirmed? that's next Wednesday. Yeah. Oh, we're confirmed. I believe so, yeah. Right. We'll see you soon, Paint and Zoo. <laughs> yes, we'll see the glow. <laughs> so book your tickets now for the Glow Wild uh, light display at paintandzoo.org.uk. Yeah. So, right, the jobs board. They need wait staff over at the Belgrave Sands Hotel and Spa in Torquay and also wait staff at the Balmoral Hotel in Meadfoot. And there's a job opening for a GM, a general manager at the Queen's Hotel in Paynton, and they're looking for an assistant manager at 21 in Torquay. Uh, they need a chef at the Hole in the Wall in Torquay and a chef de parte at Osborne Hotel down at Meadfoot. And they're also looking for a chef at the Bay in Abbey Sands in Torquay. All of these jobs are over on Indeed. So get searching. Yes, get searching and apply. Yeah, that's right. Apply today. In, if you're interested in the job, apply for it. Just send over your CV. Give them a call. Try and Try and call them. Yeah, definitely. Okay. Now I think it's time to go to the live music calendar. So it looks like Sunday's quite a busy one. We've got music at Below Decks, which is Sunday the 22nd of October. And that's Schofield Funk, uh, almost a resident. I know. <laughs> resident band. They're always there. Did I tell TH? you that they do Rapper's Delight and they include the rap? <laughs> it's crazy. <laughs> I think I might have mentioned this on a previous talk. I told somebody this story. Yeah, you know, the hip, the hop, the hippie. And then I thought they're never going to do that rap. They do the rap. I love it. That's crazy. So fun. That's, that is fun. That's Okay, we've got a request, please, Schofield. Schofield. Schofield, please, Sunday at Blow Decks. I saw Can them, you like, do the rap? <laughs> I saw them, did I tell you? I was like in an event and they like walked past. I was like, Schofield! <laughs> yes. like, was <laughs> anyway, so they're live. Okay, between. well, next, next time <laughs> you see them, can you let them know, do the rap? I know, do the rap, right? <laughs> I'm sure they will. So, yeah. Okay, and then at- also on Sunday, mm-hmm. we have um, David Thomas. Yeah. Yeah, and he is playing at Cantina in Goodrington from 2 to 4 p.m. That's right. On the next one, we have. Ollie Stevens, who's playing at Chelston Manor on Sunday, and that's from four to six. That's right. Yeah, and do you want to do the last one? Daniel Costin, Man on the Sacks. 
We he's a very sax man. sexy man. Yeah. He's a sexy, sexy. <laughs> he's playing <laughs> Molly's in Painton on Wednesday the 25th at 6 p.m. Yeah, and he, that's always a jam. That's always high energy. Yeah. He runs around people. Was there, I know, <laughs> was there drink, so fun. Drink their drinks and eat their food. And he's just so sexy. Yeah, oh, nice. Right, let's give him a little... <laughs> right are we ready for the weather take us out cal all right well i believe lynn yes? it's gonna be scorchier and scorchier no it c- <laughs> but it could be unlikely it's not what the <laughs> weather forecast is saying right but the, get, let's head over to the met office and see what they have to say <laughs> right the, the column forecast is not the so accurate forecast but it is, is so it optimistic. Is optimistic yes mm. well I'll have you believe yeah. that the forecast is saying Sunday is going to be mostly sunny. Oh, that's, that's really positive. 16 degrees, mostly sunny. Brilliant. In the little image we have here, there's a tiny little cloud up yeah, at the bottom. Yeah, that's mostly sunny. But it's mostly sunny. Nice. And that's going to be a nice nice change of pace because it's been mm. pretty grey for the last week. Indeed. Pretty, pretty grey. Indeed. Um, Saturday is also grey. Saturday is going to be cloudy. But yeah. let's reiterate, Sunday mostly sun, su- uh, sunny and that's when all our music is happening with the live music calendar so get out and now yeah. for the long-awaited yeah. interview yeah melanie border the uh, english riviera geopark unesco coordinator for a fascinating interview let's have a listen Here we are with Melanie Border, who is the coordinator for the English Riviera Geopark. Welcome, Melanie. Hi. Hello. Thanks so much for joining us. I understand that there's a bit of a news flash. We we have some exciting news to share. Tell us. Um, Well, every UNESCO Global Geopark around the world has to have a, a regular inspection every four years. And we had our inspection this summer in August. The inspectors were with us for five days. And yes, we have the green card. So we... Well done. I have, a, I have a strong feeling you would not be here with such a big smile. <laughs> <laughs> well, I have caught up on a little sleep since, yeah, I have to like admit. That. It's a very intense process to go through. What, That's what, amazing. What's in the process? What are they testing for? Oh, gosh. Well, the, the status has um, a set of universal statutes and guidelines okay. that are set through UNESCO. Yeah. Um, so we have to meet them across a wealth of areas from our organizational structure management and finance to how how the area is managed you know for its conservation and protection going forward from education to tourism Mm. you name it we get looked at they lift up lift up the rug and have a good old poke about to make sure we're actually doing what we should be doing and the whole background around that it's because it's a you know it's a brand of quality unesco wants to look after that brand of quality so it's a way of ensuring that all of the sites around the world are operating at the same level against the same statutes and guidelines. Sure, sure. So it, it ensures that you know, one area can't slip behind and not be doing what it should be doing. So yeah. 
it's a big thing to go through. Yeah, yeah congratulations. congratulations. That's brilliant. Yeah. Some people don't know what the Geo Park actually is, or they think it is the little play park over in Paynton next to the Harvester. Can you tell us a little bit more about what the Geo Park actually is? Yeah, very, very happy to. Yeah. And yes, the play park over at Paynton, that was a, a, a Geo Park linked mm. um, facility when it, when it first set up. Yeah. Um, so it is part of the overall Geo Park experience. But the Geo Park itself is is much bigger, much greater than that. Um, It covers the entire area of Torbay. It's set up... Initially, you have to have internationally significant geology. That's the absolute baseline. So you have to prove that as a starting point. But it's then also integrating that and linking that with the environment, the biodiversity, the history, the heritage, the culture, everything that's developed in an area mm-hmm. and how that relates back to that original geology. So okay. the bay is an incredible place. Mm. It's we I mean we use the strapline at one of Earth's extraordinary places. Yes. Because that geology has really led to every single thing that's happened here since. Mm. If you if you look at the bay and those protective arms of Berry Head and Hope's Nose, that's created a microclimate in which our amazing, you know, the, our seahorses and our seagrass and our great horseshoe bats and inter- internationally significant limestone plants. All of those things are here because of the nature of that geology. Mm. And then you go and you, you start thinking about early man mm-hmm. and why did early man you know the three species at Kent's Cavern making it one of the significant caves around the world why did they choose here yeah. mm. well it was because it was a perfect environment it was protected it was sheltered that cave at Kent's Cavern faced east so they got the early morning sun in the cave mm. to warm the cave up so it became a site that man started to recognize as being a beautiful place to be a positive um, healthy place to be and you you take that forward through time and you can connect all sorts of things the fishing industry in Brixham for example Mm. the natural harbour was there because of the geology it became a a no-brainer at the time to be used as a fishing port that then obviously thrived and carried on to develop into the the fishing port of today Mm. Places like Tor Abbey, Cockington. They, you, if you start digging around, you find those connections. Yeah. And the, the UNESCO Global Geopark status really just brings all of that together, all of those stories together, on top of that amazing geological story that we have that stems from 400 million years ago when we were south of the, the equator mm. in tropical conditions, you know, a beautiful marine environment, sunlight dappling down through the water on all those extinct creatures. And that formed our, our Devonian limestone that's full of fossils yeah. and actually led to the naming of the Devonian period. Okay. Back in the, um, well, it was sort of like mid-1800s, the pioneering geologists looking to try and understand how the world was formed, how the geological periods fitted together. And we, the fossils here, formed, I suppose, the final piece of a particular puzzle that then they could slot into the time frame. Yes. And it led to the naming of the Devonian period after Devon, after here. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, it's such an incredible 
incredible story. Yeah. But then there's a whole load of other geology as well <laughs> I could go jumping into, but might get a little boring. But no, <laughs> no, no, I think I that's really fantastic. Think so. Isn't um, isn't the 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 uh, English Riviera Geopark, isn't that one of the only urban sites? Is it considered a, a town site or an urban site? We're, we're quite unusual yeah. in, in being a, an urban area. Um, subsequently, the black country up in north of England has come, has come in. Well, I suppose they're Midlands, really, not north of England. Um, but the, the whole concept of having an urban area being recognised as a, as a global geopark was quite a challenge when we first um, attempted to get the status. It was previously rural areas, mm. um, you know, and, and part of the, the whole ethos for a UNESCO global geopark is for community and social and economic benefit for the area. So yeah. for the, those rural areas, it was to maintain those populations, to bring sure. people back into the rural communities, okay. to give a new offer. I suppose for us, we, we were quite different from that. We yeah. came with an established tourism um, mm. set up, you know, all the facilities, all of the hotels were already there. And I think we, we challenged their thinking a little bit, yeah. um, but ultimately, we have everything. Yeah. That, it's undeniable. Um, it's, 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 yeah. Everything is here to mm. make a perfect geopark. Yeah. Can I ask how long is it? How long have we had the geopark status for? So yeah, we had the. Um, we originally got the status in 2007. Yeah. And at that point, it was simply we we became part of a global network, the global geopark network. Okay. Um, UNESCO had a sort of a background relationship with the global geopark network. They recognized what we were all doing they would they seem to see an alignment with the earth science division of unesco um but it was only a, an ad hoc relationship um but then i had the honor of being part of a, a multilateral group from the global geoparks going into unesco in mm, paris negotiating with cool. the member states that's awesome um you know trying to convince them that you know we could be a new program for them that yeah. you know all of the things were, were working and aligning in the right way yeah um and we actually got that in 2015 so we, we got the the rubber the rubber unesco stamp effectively for for the whole bay yeah what's the what's the benefit for unesco the benefit for UNESCO, it works along the lines of, you know, they have their World Heritage Sites, yes. they have their Biosphere Reserves. We are places working on the ground fulfilling the UNESCO remit. Okay. U UNESCO was set up after the Second World War to bring peace to the hearts of men and women. And, and so UNESCO's whole remit is to get places communicating and yes, working okay. together you know despite everything else that's happening in the world it's a way of bringing areas and people from different cultures and different countries yes. to work together to a common goal okay so so, so what we were talking about off mic um, about the students from Hong Kong coming over to the UK that's a big part of it yeah it's all part and parcel of you know, making it's like it a post post war. Yeah. The UN. Yeah. And then part of the UN is UNESCO, isn't it? Yeah. So it's United Nations like economic Educa education and science and cultural organization. Right, okay. right. Um, so and, and the UK drove the formation of, of 
UNESCO okay, cool. back, back in I think it was in the 1950s yeah mm. could be could be wrong on that one forgive it's me if I am it's just cooperative you know a great cooperative you know environment yeah. like like Cal saying you know he had he was on a link with uh, people from Hong Kong all like at their own UNESCO site and he was in Torbay at his UNESCO site so it does bring the world together doesn't yeah, it really abso- absolutely I mean we had uh, earlier this year we had um, a delegation from Ngorogoro in Africa wow who have have the same status they have the UNESCO global geopark status mm. and they wanted to learn from us as to, yeah. to how we operate and how we manage and promote ourselves as a UNESCO yes. global geopark and we took them to South Devon College because the college has really embraced the status mm-hmm. and is integrating it into courses and a new degree. Um, Great. They've picked up the UNESCO Sustainable Development Goals, which is this fabulous suite of 17 um, aspects to aspire to and to make changes towards. Um, so the, the college has, has been a real exemplar in, in using the status yeah. and, and really bringing the students on board to appreciate that this place, the place they live in, yeah. is Very an extraordinary special. place. Yeah. And this, you know, this is the, the mm. overarching brand to, to prove that. It's something to be proud of. Yeah. Definitely. And, yeah. when, you know, when you get um, people from other countries, you know, people from Africa or Hong Kong or, you know, anywhere else in Europe coming in, it actually makes people sit up and notice and think, oh, well, actually, we do have something to be proud of here. We do have an extraordinary environment. You know, if these people are coming from other countries to see it, it's kind of proving it. Yes, definitely. I think for me, like, when I was younger, you don't appreciate it as much. As you get older, you you kind of open your eyes a little bit more. Yeah, we're incredibly lucky. We're incredibly lucky to to have what we have. People love the English Riviera, but to understand that it has global significance and importance is just something that everybody, I think, can be really proud of. So how do do hospitality owners, like, express this? So so say you had somebody staying at, like, your B&B over the weekend, and over breakfast people were saying, oh, I've got a leaflet here, it says Geopark, what is that all about? I mean, what what kind of, uh, what could you say to them, or how would they... How would somebody explore it in a practical way, like on a, on a day? Yeah, so, I mean, it, there's there's so many places that are, tell part of the geopark story. So, I mean, f- from a, a, a visitor's point of view, I mean, I'd certainly recommend start at Kent's Cavern, you know, yeah. where, the, where early man really, really started to, to use the bay. Have a trip out on a boat, see the coastline, see this amazing geology, that this incredible story that this area tells you. You might also get to see some of the incredible marine life. You know, yeah. you might get to see the seals and the dolphins. Mm. Have a trip up to Berry Head. That's one of the iconic sites for the geopark because it tells so many different stories from the very geology of the headland itself it's um you know it's very flat it's very high but it's very flat yeah that's an old sea level that's a wave cut platform so the sea used to be that high wow and then you think about climate change you know it starts you thinking about the world in a different way if you think the sea was that high at one point but that headland has been quarried the very rock from the headland was used to build the forts during the napoleonic wars Mm. it has all these amazing plants up there it's it's just such such a special place to go and visit so you know there's so and just walk the coast path just in, enjoy it but think about it in a more holistic way yeah. we've got a geopark book 
we've okay. got a walks book yeah. um, they're available from the, the tourist centre down on the harbour so okay. people can go down there buy the books, take it with them walk around and you know they can follow the guidebook to see oh you know where are we now oh we're here this is what yes. happened here this is the relevance of what's here at oh. this particular point but yeah. there's so many things to do yeah. tour abbey just you know <laughs> it's an incredible incredible building so much to tell about our heritage yes mm. No, that's brilliant. And also, at Tor Abbey and all over the bay, people are very passionate about those sites. Yeah. So everyone, at, when we when we went over to Tor Abbey, everyone there was passionate about yeah. this place that they're working in and how interesting the history is, how much legacy there is. Yeah. And they're just, you know, um, for me, that's a big part of it, mm. is you can have an incredible place, but if the, if the people around it you know there's there's no passion yeah. it's hard to get you know excited about it yeah. but something that we've this is the part I found very very lucky in the bay is that everyone's very very passionate about the th- you know the things that they're working on yeah. the things that they they're exploring um, you know like Graham Kerr talking about <laughs> Agatha Christie mm-hmm. he's, he's got a real passion for it yeah. which is awesome yeah really, absolutely really like and you know that's another thing that's relevant for the geopark as well you know because it's it's our cultural heritage and intangible heritage so the literary heritage of the bay and all of the different writers that have used this area for inspiration we can recognise them as well so so that uh, that would also come into it being a geopark yeah absolutely like social and cultural significance yeah yeah fascinating yeah right so right melanie anybody over at the english riviera geopark that you need to give a shout out to (laughs) can you think of any (laughs) colleagues or maybe we are a very small team we are an extraordinarily small team lena mean Uh, so i'm the only full-time employee that that manages (laughs) the entire lot Uh, shout out to melanie Melanie. yeah Oh, <laughs> but I would like—I would most certainly like to thank my chairman Nick Powell because he obviously now is putting in a huge amount of time, in, well, always has in a voluntary capacity. Yeah. I have support from Torbay Council, um, who give us our core funding to ensure that we can re- retain this status. So they should get a, cl- a clap. Yeah. yeah. Thank you. <laughs> and then I would also like to thank all of the core and the associate partners and our Jib Park ambassador artists. Oh. Because it's the collective of all of those efforts that ensure we can keep the status yeah. fantastic it's, you know it's a real partnership effort so yeah right. big thumbs up for that for those nice. shout out to you seriously yeah, yeah. thank yeah. you it's really awesome to have I didn't think I'd meet someone who was actually involved in getting Torbay into yeah. geopark status so that's really really cool and um, just before we end off what was your what were you doing beforehand <laughs> I w- did you just wake up one day and went, you know what? Geopark. It's, let's it's get, a, to, let's get to Paris. St- <laughs> it's, a, it's a long story. Um, so I'm local. Uh, I had a, a couple of jobs that, that I didn't have the same sort of feeling of passion about. Yeah. Um, as a mature student, once I'd had my children, I went back to college. Um, I did geology and environmental science with Open University. Cool. Whilst volunteering for Torbay Coast and Countryside Trust. Mm. And then I worked worked for Torbay Coast and Countryside Trust for a couple of years, running some um, projects for them, doing some education work. Um, But my deep love has always been geology. That's the thing that gets me excited. Don't ask me why. (laughs) It just does. Um, 
And then when the, when the, they were talking in the, I heard them talking. I kept hearing that word in the office. Oh, the geopark. We, we might we might try again because they applied in 2004 and the application actually failed. Oh no. Um, and it got to a point of, of shall we shall we apply again? And I just started putting poking my head up and saying, oh, I'd, I'd love to get involved. Can I help? Can yeah. I help? Yeah. And the next thing I know, I'm I'm the coordinator. And I'm, <laughs> yeah, I've, I ended up representing the English Riviera geopark at multiple things and, and getting Incredible. involved with the discussions with UNESCO. Incredible. That's oh, amazing. Really, really awesome. What a tribute and what a career that you've had. It's absolutely amazing. <laughs> yeah, Thanks so no, much for really, joining really cool. us today, yeah. Melanie. You're very welcome. Right, another round of applause for Melanie. Yeah. What a superstar. Thank you. You're very welcome. Thanks. Bye. Play the Torbay Hospitality Podcast. Is it doing it? I need to unlock my phone first. <laughs> <laughs> so can you search by... Play the Torbay Hospitality Podcast on Spotify. I don't know if you can hear that, but... Hey! Do, do, do. Of Hospitality it's amazing. We are so excited to have you here. That's oh, awesome. Right. That's awesome. So, so that works. So I'm just going to annoy you, everyone at home right now. <laughs> okay, Google, play the Torbay Hospitality podcast. Hey Siri, play the Torbay Hospitality <laughs> podcast. Alexa. Play the Torbay Hospitality Podcast. That's right. We'll have all the speakers. Are there any, any, <laughs> anyone I'm, I'm missing out on you? I love that now. I think that's it for like smart speakers. I think there was a Cortana at one point, but yeah. No. Amazing. Super. Yeah. So follow us, like us, subscribe to us, and check our Instagram for everyone's roasts. That's right. And Hashtag post your, roast. post your roast. Absolutely. Right. Well, have everybody have a fantastic weekend. Yeah. And I'm very excited for season three. For sure. Yeah, it'll so. be so good. Thanks for listening. Thanks, for listening. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks you guys. Cheers. <laughs> Amazing. I love it. Yeah. Woo.